The views and opinions reflected in any of the stories narrated are solely those of the story contributor and are not necessarily that of the Nightmare Society. This podcast features adult content, so listener discretion is highly advised. And if you or anyone you know is struggling, help is available. Please see the resources in the show notes. Hello again, Nightmare Society, and welcome to another episode of True Horror Stories. Tonight we have a particularly creepy story for you. Thank you to our contributor, user Angry Mama Bear 90, who so graciously shared their experience along with plenty of updates. And before we get started, just a reminder that Nightmare Society is available on most pod streamers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, etc. We're also available on YouTube as well, where you can find our complete archive of all of our episodes. So feel free to check that out as well. And thank you to those who already have headed over there and left a comment and followed. We appreciate it. We're very close to reaching a thousand followers or subscribers, whatever you want to call it. Um, So if you're not already subscribed, help us out and head over there and hit that subscribe button. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. I had previously posted this story a few days ago in the Bigfoot subreddit. I didn't know what we had seen, and it wasn't until someone replied with, feel free to post on the Crawlers subreddit. This caught me off guard as I had never heard of Glimmerman, Wendigo, Crawlers before. Now, I haven't read too much into this topic as I have a lot going on, but... I soon realized that this ties in just about everything that has happened since we moved in a year ago. I'm going to start with the seemingly unrelated incidents that have led up to the most recent eye-opening experience. About a year ago, I moved my family and I into a home way out in the woods in Tennessee. I wanted to be brief here, but I need to get this off my chest. And after looking into this matter a little more... I have a lot more details that I think will paint a clear picture in the end, so please bear with me. The nights here can be extremely loud. Between the crickets, the tree frogs, and cicadas, it can almost be deafening. One night not too long after we moved in, I had forgotten something in my car and headed outside to get it. The first thing that struck me as odd was that my dog would not go outside with me. My dog goes everywhere with me, as I'm her whole world, but not this night. As I held the door open, she looked out and then looked up at me like, nope. So I walked out and shut the door behind me. The second thing that caught me off guard was that there was not a peep. 
It was dead silent. I still shrugged this off and walked down my front steps and headed down to my car. When I got about 10 feet away from my car, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I felt as though something was watching me. I looked around but saw nothing. After I reached in my car for what I had forgotten to grab earlier, I had this feeling like something was moving towards me. I took a step back and checked around me. All of a sudden, I heard one of my hedges next to me that lined the walkway to our front door rattle. At first, I thought it was a rabbit that I had spooked, as I had seen one just earlier in the day right where this was. A few seconds later, I heard the sound of a large rock, about the size of a cantaloupe, landing a few feet away from me. It hit the walkway and bounced into a shrub. I drew my gun and called out and said whoever this is is about to get shot. After a few seconds of nothing, I began to think that maybe this was some local teenagers messing with the new people. I holstered my sidearm, turned, and started walking back to my front door. Almost as soon as I turned to my house, I heard this deep, panting sound. It sounded like a huge dog, but what made me nope back to my front door was that it sounded like it was right behind me. I leaped up to my front porch, turned, and drew my gun again, expecting something right there. But again, there was nothing. A couple of weeks later, I was on my porch at night, sitting on a bench with my wife. She got up and walked inside to get something, and as soon as she shut the door, I heard that panting sound again. I couldn't see anything, yet this sounded like it was right on top of me. The sound was coming from everywhere, and it was very loud. Again, I couldn't see anything, so I noped it back inside my house. Now at this point, I was questioning moving here, but after nothing else really happened, I let it go. A month or so later, it was a really rainy and stormy night. This is around 9pm, and my wife and I enjoy listening to the rain and talking about how relaxing the rain is. Me, growing up in Oregon, I love the rain. And for the past 10 years, we lived in Vegas, where it would dump the entire year of rain in a day, and then be bone dry for the rest of the year. For my wife, who grew up in Nevada, rain was such a rare thing, she loved going outside and watching the rain. So for us, this is an enjoyable experience. Except this night in particular, things took a weird turn. As we were sitting there talking about the rain and relaxing, my wife stops me and says, Did you hear that? No, what did you hear? I swear it sounds like a small child calling out for help in the woods beside our house. No, I didn't hear anything. After a few moments of us listening intently, she said, There it is again. I told her that I didn't hear anything. Are you sure you're not just hearing things? She looked at me offended that I didn't hear anything and said, No, I'm positive. How could you not hear that? It was our son. I think he's out there and got lost. I said, No, he's in the house sleeping on the couch. We then both looked inside the blinds that were open right behind us and we could see all of our children laying there. She said, that's so weird, I swear it sounds like our son. I told her that it wasn't him and that he's right there, 
Besides, I don't hear anything. He then stands up and says, wow, he's really crying out for help. I need to go look for him. Now, at this point, if you knew my wife, you would know she is absolutely creeped out by the woods and would not be caught dead walking into them during daylight, much less at night during a storm. I grabbed her hand and said, I've been listening intently. There is absolutely nobody calling out for help. You need to stay here. At this point, I'm getting worried about her. She was acting completely out of character, not to mention at this time she's eight months pregnant with our baby daughter. She then says, what if there's some child out there lost in the woods? And I say, well, first off, I would be able to hear them too. Secondly, there are no kids around here for miles, and the odds of them being lost 100 feet from our house that's lit up like a Christmas tree is nil. She says, I know, but what if it's a kid? Before I could say anything else, she stands up and starts walking towards the stairs. I jumped up and grabbed her hand again and said, no, you're not. Get in the house. I don't know what's going on, but you need to go inside. She then complies and we both go inside. I didn't know what this was, but it really freaked me out. A few months after this, just as it was getting dark outside, I heard the front door to our house open and I got up to investigate. We have autistic six-year-old twins, and we have the door set up so that they can't open it without us there. So, to hear this sound, it could only be my wife. What was weird was the fact that she usually doesn't go outside without saying something to me. I walked out front and saw my wife walking down our private road towards the drive on the side of our house. I asked her what she was doing and she says she was sitting on the back patio and kept hearing a baby crying out in the woods. I said seriously and you just decided to walk off into the woods to investigate? She then walks out to the woods and says see there it is again. And again I can't hear anything but what I did notice is that it was completely silent out again. I told her just like before chances of a baby being out in the woods outside our house is slim and that she needed to get back in the house. She says, what if somebody left the baby out there? I said, well, if that were true, I would hear it too. Now, at this point, I was starting to get really worried about my wife's mental help. I actually asked her to see a psychiatrist, and she did. Now, looking back, I feel really bad about knowing what I know. A key to this moment was that my wife had just given birth to a baby girl a month before. A few days after this, we're out on the front porch. It's early evening and I had just mowed the lawn this day and our three-year-old son was riding around on his little car in front of the house. Now he knows that he's not allowed outside a certain area that we mapped off. He loves playing outside, but within the road behind 50 feet from our front porch, we have to be careful as a lot of boaters will fly through after drinking all day on their boats. As we're talking, we are both keeping an eye on him. A neighbor drives by and stops to say hi for a second. This interaction took approximately eight seconds as they all said, how are things doing? And we said good, and he told us he would stop by later as his wife got something for the kids, who happens to be one of their teachers in school. And we said, okay, great, and he drove off. I looked over where our son was and he was gone. I called out his name and ran over to the side of the house and could hear his car on our side drive. 
I scolded him for leaving the area and he said something in his three-year-old gibberish and pointed to the woods behind our house. I said he had five seconds to get back up to the front of the house or else. He adamantly pointed back in the direction of the woods and kept trying to tell me something. I looked off in the direction of the woods and just assumed he saw a deer or a squirrel or something and wanted to see it up close. I walked him back up to the front of the house and he cried the whole way there. He got really upset that I wouldn't let him go into the woods, but I just wrote this off as him being curious and most three-year-old boys are. Now, this instance isn't isolated as our twins have done similar things, but nothing quite as extreme as this. There have been nights where we had just laid down for the night and heard a loud bang on the side of our house on the wall behind our bed. It was so loud that I jumped up and looked out the window. Our floodlight had come on, but I couldn't see anything. Now, the weird part about this is that our bedroom sits about 12 feet from the ground level, as we have a full-size basement that's cinder block. I put on my slippers and grabbed one of my 12-gauge shotguns and walked outside to investigate. It was dead silent again. The floodlight that's on the side of the house had clicked off at this point, so I walked over to the end of the deck and shined my light around the yard. There was nothing. I walked around the house and shined the light around intently. As I approached the back side of my house, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. It felt like someone was watching me. I shined the light up into the trees, but again nothing. I rounded the corner, and the first thing I noticed was that my three dogs that were in their area weren't making a peep. Now our dogs have no filter and will bark at anyone and everyone. This includes me. So to see them all hiding with their tails between their legs and not making a peep really had me worried. As I kept walking, all of a sudden the crickets and frogs started making sounds again. It was as if someone had clicked a switch. I walked back into the house and told my wife that I hadn't seen anything. She shrugged and said okay as long as our dogs were okay. Due to the circumstances that night, I decided to let the dogs in and sleep with us. This very same thing has happened on all four exterior walls of our house. It's random and annoying, but just like this instance, every time there is nothing going on outside. There have also been times where we were sitting in the house, and as I was watching a movie, my wife would walk over to me and ask if I called her. I would say no, and she would say she swears she heard me call her name in her ear. She said that it was definitely my voice, but she didn't understand because it sounded so close, and I was a good 20 feet away from her in my recliner. The important part to this was that she was sitting at the table doing something, and the slider to the backyard was open behind her. Now our back patio sits about 20 feet off the ground, and is like a balcony, as it has no stair access outside. I think the previous owner built it for barbecuing. There have been several instances where she would say she heard someone whisper in her ear, but she couldn't make out the sound. Again, I kept thinking she was going crazy, but as you will see, I think all of this is tied into this final moment where things are revealed. The last thing I want to mention before we get into what just happened is that I have a shooting range built behind my workshop on the opposite side of our property, next to the main road. It's kind of on a downslope, 
but it works perfectly for what I need it for. The range itself is cut straight into the woods going down about a hundred yards or so. When you're at the down range, you have woods surrounding you on all sides, except back up to my shop. I have to say it has always felt creepy when I'm dealing with my targets or mowing. When you're down there, it feels like you're miles away from anyone. One day around 5 in the evening, I was sighting a new rifle scope. The sun was still up, but was going to start to fade soon, so I knew this was going to be the final test. Up until this point, nothing really happened while I was making my multiple trips downrange, other than this feeling of uneasiness. As I got downrange, I kept getting this feeling like someone or something was watching me. I looked around, but didn't see anything. As I was placing stickers over my previous shots, I heard something big off to the side of me. It sounded like a large branch had snapped off a tree. Now, if you have been in Tennessee woods, you will know that a lot of the branches fall off trees randomly out of nowhere. So, this is nothing new. Except this time. It was very loud, and sounded like fresh, strong wood, if that makes any sense. I turned and looked, but again, couldn't see anything. I started walking back up to my rifle, and I swear I heard someone right behind me. I turned around again, but saw nothing. As I started to walk again, I heard this deep growl. It was really deep and loud, and what's worse was that it was all around me. I turned around facing the range and started walking backwards. The thought of some rabid dog charging out of the bushes had me freaked out. So, running was not a good idea. I slowly walked backwards up the hill to my rifle, but nothing happened. I grabbed my rifle and sprayed the target with rapid fire, hoping to scare off whatever was stalking me. I left ten rounds in the mag and grabbed my rifle bag and quickly walked back up to the house. I never told my wife about this, as I didn't want to freak her out. Fast forward about a year from when we moved in. My niece is staying with us as a live-in nanny to earn some money over summer break from college. We were on our way back from the store and about a mile from our house and I saw two eyes reflecting in the headlights coming from a wide tree on the side of the road just ahead. It had caught my attention because they were higher than a deer but a different color and size. Just as I had said, what is that? And squinted, they vanished. I made a comment that it was almost as if it had known I could see its eyes, so it moved. The color was kind of a golden green, but they resembled the mannerism of a large cat, as they felt ominous. It's hard to explain, but I shrugged it off as we were passing the tree and saw nothing. A few moments later, we arrived at the house. As we were getting bags out of the car, my three-year-old son came bolting out of the house, excited to see me. As I was waiting to help her carry in bags, I heard my dog growl. I looked in the direction she was looking at my neighbor's property across the street. What I saw has kept me up all night. Up until this point, I've always been skeptical, as I had never seen anything with my own two eyes. Even with what had happened to me in the year prior, I still had my doubts that it was just my mind playing tricks on me. 
Now my street is kind of a spread out neighborhood. Each house sits on several acres, and at the end of our road is Kentucky Lake. My neighbor's house sits adjacent to my house on about an acre lot. Directly in front of my house is a wall of woods, and directly behind my house is several thousand acres of untouched forest. As I was looking across the street to my neighbor's property, I saw a large dark figure between the trees at first. The movement caught me off guard as it looked like something big moving quickly on all fours. Then when it came out into clear view, it stood up and walked like a man. At first I didn't know what to make of it. It was very tall, but what was strange about it was the distance it was covering, and the fact that when it was in front of his shed, I swear I could see through it. It was clearly walking quickly but moving faster than any person could at a sprint. More importantly, there was no sound. It was like it was phasing in and out of reality as it moved. I was like, what the hell is that? And realized that it was looking directly at us. It had moved at an angle away from us to minimize its time out of the open and moving as quickly as it could while still being silent. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I realized that whatever it was, was stalking us. Get in the house now. I told my niece, and I grabbed my son, and we ran inside. I grabbed my AR-15 with a short scope and came back outside to see my niece still grabbing stuff out of her car. Knowing I told her firmly and clearly to get in the house, her disregard to my command annoyed me. But still, I watched over her without saying a word. As she was slowly walking, she turned towards the woods across the street from my house and suddenly bolted for the house. She ran up the steps in a panicked state. I asked her what she saw and her face was pale as a ghost. She told me she heard something big in the woods walking loudly on the leaves, and when she turned toward it, she heard a deep, guttural growl. I asked her why she didn't come in when I told her, and she said she thought that I was talking to my son. I told her what I had seen and she wanted to get a closer look to see if she could see something. I said that wasn't a good idea, and she went anyway. As she was walking down the walkway, I heard the sound of dry leaves crunching in the woods across the street. I told her to stop and come take the flashlight. At this point, she's about six feet away from my wife's SUV. As she turned and started walking back to me, I caught a glimpse of something gray and hairy bolt from behind the SUV back across the street into the woods. My porch is a raised porch and our SUV is about six and a half feet tall. And whatever this was, it cleared about 45 feet in what looked like a single jump. It moved like lightning. Whatever it was, it wanted my niece. It jumped behind the car out of my line of sight and was waiting for her. She still doubted my warnings and grabbed the flashlight and walked back toward the car. As she entered my driveway, she stopped dead in her tracks, leaned forward as if she could see something, and I asked her what she saw. She turned and ran back up on the porch with a terrified look on her face, saying, No, no, no. Over and over again. She said it was a figure hiding inside of a tree, and she saw its eyes. I asked her what they looked like, and all she could say was they looked dull red at first, but as she got closer, 
they looked dead. I said, what do you mean dead? And she said that where the pupils were looked gray, like the eyes look like when you go blind. She said it was a really dark gray and she swears she could see through it, almost like a dark cloud. She wanted to go out again and took a step down the stairs and as she did, it revealed itself from the tree. I told her to get inside and I went and locked the door. It looked like a tall, human-shaped being. He was really tall and looked ominous as hell. The next morning, we did a height comparison to the tree limb she saw it stand over and it put its height to around 9 feet tall and its eyes were about 6 inches apart. At this point, I don't know what this thing was. After doing some research, I think this thing was a glimmer man or crawler. I looked to see if there had been any other sightings in Benton County, but nothing. More importantly, I swear it would phase in and out almost like a shadow person, but bigger and more obvious. I originally posted this on the Bigfoot subreddit, but after doing a bunch of research, I believe it belongs here on the Crawler subreddit. One of the things that makes this fit is that it can communicate telepathically. This explains why everyone was hearing something that nobody else could hear. Secondly, it has a playback-like communication, so when I heard a dog panting, it was probably one of my dogs it had heard. My wife was actually hearing our son cry for help, as he had recently fell and cried for help. The baby crying would be our newborn baby who she had given birth to recently, and it must have heard me call my wife's name and kept telepathically calling my wife's name with my voice. Another thing that my niece had said that night was that she felt compelled to go back outside to it. She said she felt like this thing was communicating with her somehow, and it wanted her to go back outside. The more I read about this thing, the more everything that's been happening over the past year makes sense. One thing that I find extra convincing is that down the road, towards the lake, there's a property that is barbed wired off and is a wall of forest with no driveway. A lot of the property down our road is undeveloped owned land. And on one of the trees, there's this large old sign that says, Screamer lives here, with an arrow pointing back into the woods. Now, I have to admit, when I first saw this sign, I laughed, thinking maybe the owner screamed at trespassers who entered his property, and teenagers put up the sign to mess with him. But when I did a satellite search of our neighborhood... That entire section of road has no houses or trails or anything. It is just pure forest as far as the eye can see. One of the things that this thing is said to do is to make a loud scream when threatened. Now that you understand my story, I doubt this is the ending. The next question is what can we do? I don't want my wife or kids to disappear one day. And if there is more than one of these things out there... This really makes the missing 411 make a whole lot of sense. I feel perplexed and scared as what I can do. I'd love to hear any advice. The contributor shared a photo of the Screamer sign, which I will make available on our Patreon page. Um, which anyone can access and will be able to see regardless if you are a member or not. 
um, as well as our Instagram. Update number one. Thank you all for the support. We're overwhelmed with the number of responses that we've had. Unfortunately, we can't afford to get the camera system and trail cameras that many have recommended. I'm a disabled veteran and had just lost my business to the COVID lockdowns, and we're struggling to afford the basic amenities currently. That being said, I did go out soon after posting at night to try and get some evidence to bring here for you. Unfortunately, the camera on my phone is not great for nighttime and seems to make the images very grainy with low lighting. As I was sitting there that night, I did catch some strange sounds on the camera, as well as when I passed an area with my flashlight, there appeared to be something. But when I came back to it, there was nothing. Again, due to the lighting, it's very hard to make out. I haven't felt comfortable going out since. My niece just came back from a week's vacation in Florida, so we plan to sit out there a couple of nights and try to see if we can get anything. This stuff has been happening for a while now, but it was random and far apart. Ever since this last incident, I have seen things that I can't explain, but they seem to be happening almost on a daily basis now. Last night when my niece arrived, we went out on the front porch to welcome her. I did notice something that looked like a face staring at me, but what was weird was that as I was staring at it, it moved back into the shadows without moving, if that makes sense. These are the things I really want to get on here for you. We had an interview for a podcast and plan to do a few more. We will post the links as we get them. There's a story of a man in Georgia who I believe saw the exact same thing I did that night. That I would like to post a link for you as well. We're also going to be working with an artist to try to get a good picture to show exactly what we saw that night. If anyone wants to donate or loan a better night camera, please message me. I would really like to keep everyone updated on things going on. There have been other things that have happened here that I haven't mentioned in this post that I would like to add. I know they may not be connected, but I feel that you should all be the judge of that. The one thing that I would like to add in this update that I hadn't thought was connected was about two to three weeks ago. My wife and I had been in an argument about something silly. She decided to walk back into our woods to clear her head. I was on the back patio when I noticed her walking down our shooting range. I asked her where she was going and she said to cool off. Now I know the chances of something happening to her was slim, but I found it odd that she would choose to go down into the woods rather than simply walking down the road. I quickly got dressed and went down to try and bring her back. I went to the end of the range and called out her name. After a few minutes of calling her, I heard nothing. Not a peep, or a twig, or anything. Now the weird part is that it's impossible to move around these woods without making any sound. Especially for her. I was worried that she was walking too far, but I had to get back into the house as our children were alone. It freaked me out because it was as if she had vanished. I went back in the house and debated calling someone but figured I would give her a little more time. I went to the back patio and waited. After about an hour I started to get really worried. I called her name out again and decided that I would call if she hadn't returned at an hour and a half mark. 
After another 20 minutes went by, she came walking back out of the woods, angry that she had me worried so much, yet also relieved. I asked her what she was thinking. She looked at me and said, What? 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 As she walked back up into the house, she came in and looked at me like I was crazy. I said, Did you not hear me calling out to you? She told me she only heard me once and that she replied. Now this is where it gets crazy. She tells me that she's only been gone for 10 to 15 minutes and asked why I was freaking out. When I told her that she had been gone for an hour and 20 minutes, she didn't believe me. She also said that when she went down there, she didn't go very far. But when she turned around, she started walking and got worried that she was lost. She said she didn't recognize where she was, but something told her to keep walking. She said it felt strange and that the air felt different. When she came back out of the woods, she was relieved to see the house. Now the part that upsets me the most about this is that where she said she was is impossible. I was literally standing 20 to 30 feet away from that spot. If she had been there, not only would I have seen her, but she could have talked to me in a normal voice. More concerning is that you can see the house from this spot, and how she felt lost is mind-boggling. I don't know what this was. I thought that, again, she was just losing her mind. After reading a lot of responses, I feel that what happened to her was real. I plan to go back to where she was with her to prove that you can see the house from there. But I want her to show me exactly where she went, as well as talk me through everything. I know some people have to be thinking that we're crazy, but I promise that I'll do whatever it takes to get proof and keep you all updated as we figure this out. I know this is turning into a book to read, but I want to be as detailed as possible. This is the guy that I think saw exactly what we saw. We've heard random explosions that shook our house. I just figured we live in redneck country. And there is a link to follow, which will also be um, posted on our Patreon, which anyone can access. It will be able to be viewed publicly. Update number two. June 24th, 2022. Weird things keep happening. Today my three-year-old son is playing on the back patio a few feet away from us. And all of a sudden, the dogs inside jump and start barking as one of our dogs, Duke, that's on the patio with him, comes bolting into the door. I jump up to see what's going on and my son is pointing at the tree line saying, Werewolf, Daddy. Werewolf. Now, my son loves watching videos of werewolves for toddlers for some reason. I would normally put this off as nothing, but if you saw the look in his face, you would know that he was serious. Plus, with the way my dogs reacted, he had to have seen something. I pulled out my phone and began recording. He kept saying, Daddy, look, werewolf in the bushes. I tell him I can't see anything, but I can hear something really big in the leaves. Update number 3, July 9th, 22. I meant to keep everyone updated until now, but I have just had a lot on my plate. My niece has quit. She said she can't handle all the stuff that's been happening to her. Everything was fine for a while. We kept indoors for the most part. We went out on the porch one night with a flashlight and camera hoping to catch something. We kept hearing things in the brush, which could be anything, really. 
After a while of not seeing anything, we went back inside. I said my prayers, then slept like a baby. My niece, however, did not. She woke up late the next day and seemed a bit jumpy. I asked her what was wrong. She tells me that she didn't sleep well as something was outside her window. It took a bit of prodding to get her to talk about it. She said she could hear something big outside her window, but every time she looked, she couldn't see anything. She said she heard weird noises that she couldn't describe. She came out in the living room to see if I was still up, but I was fast asleep. She decided to go back to her room and go to sleep watching YouTube on her phone. She said she was almost asleep when she felt something standing right behind her. She turned around and there was nothing. She said she kept having the feeling but brushed it off as her imagination. That was until about 3am when she woke up. She said she had her phone at the windowsill playing a video. She had the same feeling as before but this time it was very intense. Like whatever it was wanted to devour her. She turned around quickly and saw what looked like a shadow disappear into the wall in the blink of an eye. She told me this kept happening until she passed out late in the morning. I told her that was weird as we have never experienced anything like that in this house before. We've had weird things happen like things disappear for a while then reappear days or months later in the exact same spot they last were. She said it felt like whatever this was made her feel like it wanted to hurt her. I told her to keep me updated and let me know if anything else happens. A few days later, she asks me if she can use the hot tub that's out back. I explain that it's off as we can't afford to heat it. When we get over to it, I open it to look inside. To my belief, not only is it on, but the water looks great, minus a little cleanup that needed to be done. As I'm walking around, all of a sudden I hear this really loud thump behind me like a log falling into the ground or a really big boulder hitting the ground. Imagine an engine block falling 20 feet onto soft soil. It made me jump. I turned around but couldn't see anything as the brush was too thick. I keep helping her work on the spa, then she says she's going to go inside and get changed so she can get in. I look around and realize that it's getting dark outside, and I really don't want to be out here. I bend over to work on getting the filter cleaned out and hear what sounds like something big snapping branches and charging at me. It made me jump, then run to the back door. I turned around to see what it was and nothing. I walk back into the house and walk upstairs. I tell her I heard something out there and she looked at me for a minute, and then told me, well, I want to get in and relax. She asks if I can leave the back patio door open so if she needs me she can call. But according to her, she enjoyed the spa without incident. Every day I notice her getting more anxious and less willing to talk about it. She says every night something new happens to her, but when I ask her to elaborate, she refuses. A few nights later I walk out onto the porch and notice it's dead quiet again. I ask her to come out on the porch with me, but she says she's tired and wants to call her boyfriend and go to bed. My wife gets up early and takes care of the kids and it's my job to handle the night shift. So she's been in bed at this point. I decide that I don't have the guts to do this alone. So I put on a movie and relax in my recliner. I end up falling asleep then wake up at 3am to a noise coming from my niece's room. It sounds like a deep voice and I knock on the door. I call out several times but get nothing in response. 
I figure it must be her video and then decide to let it be. I head to bed and just as I start to pass out, another loud bang happens. I wake up and hear what sounds like something skittering on the wall outside of my bedroom. I understand that this is way up in the air and physically impossible. I look out the window but I don't see anything. After going out and checking on this bang multiple times over the last year and seeing nothing, I decide to forget it and then go back to sleep. The next day, my niece comes out and tells me that she had the shadow thing happen again, except this time she left her light on. She said she woke up to getting that feeling again. She said that when she opens her eyes, she could see an extremely tall, shadowy figure standing over the top of her, that it was moving closer to her, and just as she started to see the details of its face, she turned around in a panic, but nothing was there. She said the eyes haunted her, but didn't want to elaborate any further. The next morning, for the first time ever, my niece is up bright and early. I noticed she looked anxious as she told me that she's headed home for the 4th of July weekend and will be back Tuesday. I ask her if she's okay, and she says yes and quickly walks out the door. Later that day, I get a call from my sister telling me that she won't be coming back. I ask her if everything is alright and she says yes, that she just wants to enjoy the rest of her summer. A little while later I get a call from my niece telling me that she doesn't want to work here anymore, that she can't handle the anxiety from whatever's out there. She doesn't elaborate more than that, but whatever's been going on in her room has her petrified. I checked on her room and noticed that she's been sleeping with one of the windows wide open. This window is perfectly accessible from the outside. I don't know what's been going on to her, but whatever it is, looks like it could have been coming in the room. Fast forward to the 4th of July, I do fireworks out front of our property by the road, facing the woods. Due to what's been happening at night, I decided to do them prior to it getting too dark outside. We do our fireworks, and just as it starts getting dark, I get everyone inside. After a couple of hours, I remember that my hose is still on the ground and laying out by the road. I head out to clean everything up and put the hose away. While I'm doing this, I notice it's dead silent again, minus the distant sound of fireworks. The hairs on the back of my neck go up, and I get the feeling that I'm being watched again. I hurry and coil the hose and ran back into the house. Now, I don't know, I swear I'm starting to wonder if it's just my mind playing tricks on me at this point. That is extremely terrifying. If anyone else has experienced something similar, feel free to head on over to uh, the post and comment or reach out to the people who are in some need of some help and clarification. As per usual, thank you so much for listening. And until next time.